Hi, this is Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher and life coach. I'm also author of several self-help books. Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast is about strategies to think positively every day. We will cover relationships, positive energy, the power of attraction, and how to mindfully experience each day so that you can become your best self. Today, I want to talk about interviewing. Everyone feels overwhelmed about interviews, and changing the mindset around them is really what's going to create some successful outcomes. I went to Vanderbilt, and I do a lot of those college interviews, but also I hired and fired a lot of people in the history of my work at the magazine, and interviewing people became my specialty. And a lot of it had to do with being able to hire the best talent out there and really be able to zone in on what motivates this person, what makes them tick. And I think that because I am pretty adept at reading energy, I had a great track record on hiring people. The first thing I would say is Create an elevator pitch. And your elevator pitch is really important because it's basically a brief persuasive speech that sparks someone's interest. And you can also use them to create interest in a project or an idea or a product or in yourself. And it should really last about 20 or 30 seconds, but it's got to be memorable and interesting and succinct. That's going to let me know what makes you tick, what you're about, sort of synopsis of your life. Some people think that this kind of thing is only for salespeople, but everyone needs an elevator pitch. My daughter goes to business school, and the first thing they say, let's create your elevator pitch. And they critique it and change it, and it really makes a difference. So first off, think about the questions that might be asked. And you can do this research online, just come up with a lot of different questions and scenarios and see if you can talk it through and answer them. And try to find a friend or a family member that can drill you with these questions and put you on the spot and practice answering them. And then be open to feedback. So many people say, well, I wouldn't do that in the interview, or no, I didn't say it that way, and they argue with the person that's trying to help them. (laughs) There are things that I learned from going to college when I took a uh, speech course. When they videotaped me interviewing, I did things I had no idea I did. So it might be helpful for them to actually videotape you in the interview so you can hear how many times you say you know or, or like. It's way more than you think. And even when I edit these podcasts, I take out 300 ums from people um, that I'm interviewing. I say you know a lot, so I take all those out. (laughs) So that's why you don't hear me saying. But in reality, sometimes there's our go-to word that we're saying way too much. And then come up with questions with bullet points so that you aren't reading off your answers, but you're just naturally coming up with a really good answer. The other question that I ask is, what makes you stand out in a room? So say you've got 250 people in a room, they're all buzzing around. What is it about you that I'm going to notice that is really 
unique? And some of the best answers I've gotten for that question are, well, you're going to notice about me that I've got really good energy and and I'm going to be the most positive one there. Or somebody else said, I'm going to be the one that's organizing the groups and acting like the leader and trying to get people motivated. Everyone's got something that makes them stand out. And I've noticed that sometimes I've asked people, describe your greatest strengths, pick two or three, and they can't think of their strengths. So all of this needs to be done before the interview, and we should all know our strengths. And if you don't, that's something you really need to work on. And you can sit down with someone, a friend and family, and and see if they can come up with things too, because sometimes it's not what you think. Your greatest strengths you should know. And instead of naming like seven things, pick two or three. Don't overkill because it dilutes the actual strengths. So come up with an, two main strengths that you can, maybe you're such a creative thinker that you take the ordinary and make it extraordinary just because you don't think like other people. Give the examples. So that's important. I also want you to tell me about an achievement you're proud of. So think ahead of time of things that you did that were remarkable. I mean, even moving towns as a junior in high school is huge. That's a remarkable achievement. And maybe you started a club nobody thought of and the reason behind it. Maybe you were able to double sales in a way that other people might not have thought of. So elaborate on that achievement. Don't just say yes or no answers keep the conversation going and take ownership of the interview by asking me questions. I want to know that you have questions prepared and you're curious about my company and you are very comfortable with dialogue. If you're an introvert, sometimes we like to say, yes, no, we don't elaborate as much. So be okay with telling people about how you came to this idea. And I might ask if you've ever made a mistake and how did you resolve it? I like to see people's problem-solving skills. I'm going to ask you why we should hire you. So have some concrete reasons so you can explain how you're going to make the biggest impact. I also think the most important thing that I look for when I meet them is your energy. Right away... And I'm really in tune to energy. I'm going to actually notice your energy from your walk, the way you carry yourself, the way you talk. And it's really important to me that you have this upbeat, energetic energy that's confident and calm and really shows me that you can do anything. It's really important to believe in yourself before the interview. What I like to ask people to do is before an interview, just close your eyes and take a few deep breaths, clear your mind, and then visualize the conversation going really well. Visualize the interviewer loving you, loving your responses, wanting to hire you, and visualize you actually in the job. Imagine being in the desk, your feet up, (laughs) and you are just owning the place, you're owning the room, and you have the job. And then walk into that room. 
and it will completely transform your energy. It will be as if this is the candidate for the job. And even a weak handshake right away, I say no confidence and don't dismiss handshakes. I will practice handshakes with people and I will make sure that you look me in the eye and I'll see how, how uncomfortable that makes you. All of these things tell me a lot about confidence. And maybe you're saying, well, I don't have confidence. I don't want to interview. Well, everyone, when you look at something that you're really good at, you have tremendous confidence. Maybe you're a singer and you just belt it out and your body language says, I can do this. I own the show. And maybe there's, you're, there's some math whiz and that's so comfortable. You can do accounting till you're blue. So everyone's got something that they can really feel successful doing. And you need to remind yourself of all of the things you do really well before you go in there. And then after you've you've been in the interview, thank them in person, thank them by email, even handwritten thank you notes. And the same thing goes for networking. If you're networking with people, even if the person's young, just out of college for a few years, I don't care how old, it's really important to acknowledge that they took the time out to talk with you. And, and network as much as possible because everyone needs mentors. Some people might not give you much time, but in the end, people will go out of their way to help you follow your heart. So don't feel badly about asking people if they had a few minutes to talk to you about their career and how they got there because networking really opens doors. A lot of times we get rejection in the interviewing process. So I always recommend interviewing with maybe the companies you don't want to go to or you're not sure of to practice the interviews. And then do the companies that you really care about and want to want to work for at the end so that you are really getting better at the interviewing process. Rejection's hard to accept. You really just got to look at rejection as an opportunity somewhere else. You are getting rejected because there is a better job for you and the universe wants you to wait, or maybe they don't think your interview skills are where they should be yet, and they're going to force you to learn how to get this right. I worked with one person who interviewed internally for a couple different jobs and was getting overlooked. And instead of just saying, I suck and the company doesn't like me, she went to HR, Human Resources, and asked her, is there any feedback you can give me from these other managers about my interviews? Because I actually think it's going well, and I'm surprised I keep getting overlooked. I, I really like to practice this with you. So the HR person was so grateful. She talked to her and, and practiced with her, did some mock interviews, and then gave her the feedback, which was tremendously helpful because she had no idea. And a lot of it had to do with answering the questions with close-ended answers, or she just didn't elaborate as much as she should have because some people misinterpret that and say she doesn't know the answer or she's not as confident. So think about asking for help. Reach out for help. Reach out for people to help and say, do you know anyone in this field? One time I was giving a Vanderbilt interview, and the person had lost her father when she was young, and she was so impressive. And 
I, I gave her a great review because she was very thoughtful about answering questions and she had great energy and she was so positive and I just loved everything about her. But the most impressive thing was after the interview was over, weeks later, she reached out about something we had connected on. It was an author and she said, oh, I just want to tell you this author's in town and they're going to be speaking at blah, 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 and I'm hoping to go. Maybe I'll see you there. And I just thought, wow, I mean, to take a relationship to that next level and follow through and care, it showed how much she deeply cared about the topic. She wasn't just saying it because it was a good answer. She really cared. And to follow up and help me, that's rare. So I went out of my way to call the dean to make sure she got in that school, and she did. So it really matters following up and treating people like they're humans and you're interested and curious about them and their success in life. So practice smiling, walking, shaking hands, talking. And, and the biggest thing that I see is assuming you have that job so that you're in the right mindset. The most powerful tool in the job hunt is your mindset. Complaining about the job search and restating how hard it is. Get all that language out of your world. It's not hard. It's not challenging. It's not tough. And all that just makes sure the job's delayed. I promise you that. It's all about manifesting that job. So write down all of your skills, examples of those skills, so that you can discuss it openly and comfortably. And if you hate interviews, but you know you can do the job, I see this with a lot of introverts, they just can't stand interviewing because they don't like being critiqued or judged, or, and they just know they can do the job, they just give it to me, I just know I can do it. Their mindset needs to completely flip so they look at interviews as a way of meeting new people. Look at it as a way of maybe learning about this company and learning about the job and, and trying to make a new friend. I mean, just taking that pressure of, I've got to do well to get this job. Take that out of your mindset. Because putting pressure and being perfect and all that on your shoulders before a job is going to make you anxious and nervous. And that's the energy they're going to read. They're not going to read, this guy wants a job and he's talented. They're going to read, this guy doesn't want to be here. <laughs> Think about how you can shift your energy to a mindset that is positive and interested in learning more about a person. Even if you don't get the job, could they be a potential friend down the road? <coughs> could you connect with them at a later date? That will take the pressure off getting the job. This is a potential new friend. I hope that this has been helpful in just getting you into the right mindset, recognizing that for everything in life, your most powerful tool is your mind. Be sure to subscribe to Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast, and I hope you'll join us again soon. Namaste.